everyone, welcome back to There It Is with Justice and Kelsey, the episode where we talk about how we are the product of people pouring and investing into our lives. Yeah, so today's podcast is going to be talking about mentors, and I feel like I'm I feel pretty confident in saying that neither Justice Justice, oh, I can say my <laughs> husband's name, Justice or I would be where we are today and who mm-hmm. we are today without the many people who have poured into us. So we just kind of wanted to take this opportunity to share some of the experiences we've had with mentors, how that's looked for us, Uh and um, as well as talk about just ways we feel that mentors are such a vital part of Mm -hmm. a young person's life, um, anyone's life, Mm -hmm. really, and how mentors can change in different experiences. Mm as well as just some mentorship relationships we've seen and learned from. So, mm-hmm. Justice, do you kind of want to share yeah. your story? Yeah, absolutely. So, I feel like <clears throat> I've, um, I've, for some reason, I've always just sought out mentors. I don't, again, I don't, I don't really know why, but mm-hmm. I think it was something my parents really encouraged in sure. me. They were like, hey, I know you like talking to us about stuff, but find someone else that besides <laughs> We're us. We're done Isn't talking with you. Isn't that funny? Yeah, not no. not because of that per se, but they were yeah, like, let, they knew the importance of how someone who's not your parents pouring into you is. And so they really encouraged sure. me to do that. So ever since I was 14, I, I, I guess I could say I've had a, a person mentoring me, whether it's without that title or not. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, so, you know, so it was, how'd that it was look great. Yeah. as a 14 year old? Yeah, exactly. So it was great as a 14 year old getting to, you know, go to lunch once a week with someone who's, you know, 20, 30 years older uh-huh. than I was and just tell him, talk, you know, not always talking about like incredibly deep, serious things, sure. but like, especially toward the beginning, but it's like, you know, how's talk about how God is working in our lives. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What are you liking about? life right now what's what's tough right now you know like i'm 14 you know yeah uh yeah so so it was really that structured even at 14 like once a week lunch or coffee or getting together yeah and that's that's again that's kind of an anomaly and i i say that just because like the the adult that was able to do that really really made a sacrifice to make that happen for me so i'm forever grateful for that because i know that's not what it looks like for everybody in someone outside of a youth pastor or like yeah. where that's their job, yeah, you know, exactly. like it's an awesome aspect uh-huh. of that job, but it is their job to like yeah. reach out to teens and doesn't sound like that's who this person was. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, really ever since then, I, you know, realized I, I, I need people to pour into me. Yeah. And so that's, that's been, and you know, looking, looking back on it now, I always tell people I'm the product of <laughs> people investing in me. Yeah. And I, I'm completely serious wow, because, because for, for me, it's, I've, you know, God's gifted me with different spiritual gifts and uh-huh. with, with different passions and things. And if there weren't people that just simply because of my personality, I'm, not always confident or I'm more like reserved in what I think or what I would like to do. If it wasn't for people coming up to me and saying, Hey, justice, I see this gift in you. I uh-huh. see this passion in you. I want to help develop that. I want to encourage oh, you sure. in any way that's possible. And, um, having that, mm-hmm. I think really helped me grow into someone who now doesn't need someone to say, Hey, I think you should try and do this. Sure. If that makes sense. Like, 
I, I always wonder like if there weren't people who could speak that confidence mm-hmm. and encouragement and truth into me then where I would be now. But yeah, so that's that's a huge thing. And so, I mean, because of that, I'm just super passionate about this topic yeah. at all because it's it's so important. So how have your mentors, I know we didn't really talk about yeah. questions ahead of time, but how would you say like mentors have like evolved as you evolved? Like, sure, because you're yeah. not that same mentor you had when yeah. you were 14. You don't, right. you're not in constant contact uh-huh. with them now, but like how have you had different mentors in different settings of your life? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So, um, I mean, you know, I, at first it's like, I'm just 14. I don't, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out something. What I, sport I just, I'm yeah, supposed to play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't even know. Or should I go to college? You know, those were the earlier questions. Oh wow. At 14. That, well, no, college. no, but like, you know, there, sure. there are earlier questions that it's like, okay, honestly, smaller scope uh-huh. of life kind of things or, you know, here and now kind of questions, Uh not like big picture. Yeah. It's not like super far down the road. And, you know, whereas, you know, in a few years down the road and, you know, later in high school or in college through my internships, Mm -hmm. it's really, it's developed, you know, from, all right, let's, you know, just sit down and meet and get coffee. And, you know, it felt like, uh, this sounds weird, but it felt like a lot more formal of sure. a mentorship at that time. And again, that's why I say I know that's not what most yeah. pe- what it's like for most people. But it felt very formal. It was like I would always have to process first, like, all right, I'm meeting with my mentor today. What should we talk about? Whereas, you know, when I was in college and I, uh, you know, did some uh, youth ministry internships and the youth mm-hmm. minister is a huge, still is a huge mentor to me. Yeah, and he's actually who married us. That's true. Um. Shout out to Ricky. If you're listening, Ricky, shout out to Ricky. He's going to love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, until that point, it was just like, you know, I would, we'd hang out at the office all day and work together. And then I'd go over for fish tacos at his yeah. house and we'd watch a soccer match, like, or yeah. we'd play ping pong or, you know, those, those kinds of things to where it was, it was just a, and it was weird because there was this moment where I felt, you know, when I was 14 and I had a mentor, I felt a huge separation between myself and my mentor. Sure. Just because of what the purpose was and the age difference. Oh, yeah. And like, of course, he was a friend. But again, it felt very formal at that time. Whereas... An adult versus kid. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, you know, when I when I was an intern, it was like, we're co-workers. Mm-hmm. Again, he's... I'm, Your boss. <laughs> yeah, my, my boss in a sense. But, and he's pouring into me, but uh-huh. it's like, we're not, we're just friends. We get to hang out all summer. What and, was funny with yeah. you both was like, you would tell me about some of these conversations that you guys would have and be like yeah. 90% silly. Like, oh yeah. 90, maybe even 95. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But 95 of the time, percent of the time uh-huh. you're talking about soccer or just goofing off. Yeah. And then, and then you, the other 5% of the time you'd just be having these like super deep yeah. truth bombs like yeah absolutely how do you even walk after those conversations just yeah. like how do you process mm-hmm. them and then i'm like what there's just that but that's healthy yeah. like you yeah, can't have <laughs> if you if you don't have that 95 percent of soccer talk and goofy and wh- whatever if you don't have that and that basis of friendship that five percent of isn't serious, as meaningful and it's not gonna happen sure you know like Again, that's why I always felt weird when I was 14 with the, I guess, first mentor that I had is it, you know, it was like I had to process what we were going to talk about, I, you know, and whereas when, when it's just someone you have a really deep relationship with, it's just, 
little more, more organic. More organic, more natural. Exactly. So, mm. yeah. And now, yeah, I know. <clears throat> now I'm, you know, in this new chapter of my life, it's like I, I see mentors as, you know, so pe- people I can ask questions to and process things with. Yeah. So a lot of times I'm not like, I have no idea what to do. I'm just like, all right, here's going, here's what's going on. Uh-huh. What the heck, you know? Yeah. And then they can just talk with me about it and not be like, oh yeah. So, you know, what I would do, about, you know, it's, and I feel like a lot of the times there is like, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, yeah. Just totally affirming like what I, yeah. <laughs> those things I'm going through having someone that, yeah. But again, just, I've always felt like I've been poured into like just spoken truth and encouragement into and like, yeah, justice, these are your gifts. Keep, keep going mm-hmm. with what, what God's giving you. Well, and I feel like because we've had people say that to us, we are capable because we've been taught how to do that with others yeah, because yeah. like, I love seeing the strengths in others. And I always try to point those out because I've had that done for me over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. It just feels natural. Like, oh, this person is really strong in that. And sometimes they're like, wow, nobody's ever told me that before. Uh-huh. I'm like, what? Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like we're really blessed in that yeah. sense. Yeah, absolutely. So I've done plenty of talking. Let's, <laughs> how about you? Yeah, give us an overview of mentors you've experienced through the years, how that's changed. Well, I don't know that I really, I'm sure I did talk about mentors some growing up, but definitely more when we started dating. I feel like that was a more of a, a justice word for, <laughs> <laughs> like a justice era word yeah. for me. But I always, like looking back, I always had mentors. I always had people pouring into me. I always had people from the church pouring into me and those relationships, I just didn't call them mentors. Mm -hmm. But I always had people um, who I could talk with, who Uh um, treated me like an adult, even Mm -hmm. though I was eight. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know, had real conversations with me, even though I did not have the like mental bandwidth to actually have those conversations. But I tried, you know, and like just had high expectations for me and was supportive in getting me there. Uh So I always felt like I I was being mentored. And then um, kind of in college and just with, Mm -hmm. well, when we first started dating, you weren't, you weren't going to you didn't have that Bible. I knew we were always going to be in ministry somehow, yeah. but like... I wasn't studying Bible. That wasn't part of my yeah, degree plan. Yeah. You weren't going to be a worship minister. You weren't going to work at a church. Like that wasn't mm-hmm. that wasn't necessarily the game plan at sure. that point. And so when, when you did kind of change and go, oh, I'm going to be a minister, uh-huh. I was like, oh man, I'm going to be like a minister's wife, like a preacher's wife. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I had a little bit of anxiety over that. I just didn't know like how that would look for me. I had, I had a, and I don't know, this kind of sounds weird, but I just seen a lot of preacher's wife who I had so much respect for Uh and was, and I just loved. And I was like, I don't know that I could do what they do. I don't know that Mm. I could, I don't know. I don't, I don't put myself in the same category Uh as them, which is not about, but, (laughs) um, so I don't know. It was really nice. I just kind of, thankfully I was already friends with a lot of (laughs) preacher's wives. And so I was just kind of, became more intentional with the questions I asked and could have more focused conversations. And I think that's what's cool is like as you're with mentors, like as your seasons of life Uh change, your mentors kind of change too and who you need. Yeah, absolutely. Like really pours into Mm -hmm. you. And um, because I didn't need people helping me 
know how to handle living in a glass house like when i was 16 that wasn't important to me but right um and i don't feel like i'm living in a glass house now but there are just some aspects of that that's that's part of it yeah man that's that's a fantastic point like you i think you 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 have what what you need gets developed yeah you know it's like when i was 14 i wasn't like i want i want to you know start meeting with other people who are ministers so Mm -hmm. i can just ask them questions about have you have you approached this aspect of ministry is like i didn't care when i was 14 you know (laughs) Yeah. yeah that's great it's just we need and that understanding that you know we need different mm-hmm. perspectives and different kinds of mentors at different points of our lives is super important. Yeah. And it would just help. It just helped me kind of be more confident. Like how do I balance being a college student and a preacher's wife yeah. at the same time? Like I was like, I don't like, this isn't, it's not a, a bad place at all. I yeah. love this. I love, I love my life, but it's like kind of overwhelming at times where I'm like trying to, I don't know, be a college student, uh-huh. but I'm not. like I'm not living a college student life and so it's like wait but I still have to do homework and go to class but I'm also I don't know there's just yeah and so it was just nice having people who could pour into me and Uh then just validate those feelings of like because when you're talking to someone who doesn't have that perspective or background or context like they can just like they try to be Mm -hmm. helpful and kind and there's no judgment there but it's just not the same like affirmation as it would be yeah. from someone who's walked through yeah. some of the same pieces of life yeah. as you have. And Absolutely. it's like, oh, yeah, no. When I had a very similar situation, it's like, oh, you see, I don't have to explain or like justify my emotions or feelings <laughs> yeah. like you just kind of get it. And uh-huh. so that's like just one of those really great pieces of yeah. mentors. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as, as we were talking before recording this, I... I, I don't think I noticed this or could verbally like mm-hmm. had figured this out yeah. while we were dating or before we were dating when, you know, that, and I was like, man, what, but one of, one of the things that I really latched on to and was attracted to in you from the you very beginning, okay. don't tell anyone. <laughs> okay. Um, I won't was, just Brayden. <laughs> yeah. Was was that you you sought after mentors um, which is funny because the way you said it is you were like i don't you know i didn't really but but that <laughs> I, when because, he said that to me yeah. i was like what are you talking about yeah. and he pulled up like three different like scenarios he yeah. was like except when you would get coffee with this person or yeah. <laughs> that's his mom yeah. like i was always talking with her and and he was like that was a mentorship and i was like it was like yeah, yeah but in to me you know, again, in the early stages of dating or before we started dating that it's always, I, that was just, has always been important to me. Mm -hmm. And so I was, I got excited about that when I saw that aspect of you, because I was like, okay, this is a, this is a person that I want to be with because of that. Yeah. And that's, that's a big thing. I think, I think mentors, are always I think God always makes mentors available for mm-hmm. us and some sometimes someone goes out of their way and says hey justice let's let's get coffee let's have yeah and that but really more often than not is like it's kind of my job to seek those mm-hmm. people out like there's a balance in that for sure yeah and but, it's hard because sometimes like you're like I don't know if I'm super close to this person or I, I don't know but like the only thing I can say to, to that and finding a mentor mm-hmm. Is if you ask God for a mentor yeah. like that, it, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna there be like, is. here yeah. it is, uh-huh. R- here they are right yeah. now, and 
and he really will make it clear as long as you are looking for Mm -hmm. clarity in that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We've kind of mentioned some of the things, but what are some of the like benefits or things that we've gained through having mentors? Like one thing that we've talked about Mm -hmm. just already is they just support you in your own personal growth. Like they're just supporting you in the stage that you are, the um, where you kind of want to go to so they can help with like setting goals, like Mm -hmm. realistic and like practical goals. Like those are some benefits Mm -hmm. that I, I've gotten like, here are some clear pictures of, of what you can expect, which is just nice for me Mm -hmm. and helpful. So, um, just that encouragement and then, yeah. Yeah. And I think another really big aspect is like, I mean, just gaining a perspective from someone and and the knowledge you can get Mm -hmm. from someone who's, you know, older than you. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, I'm 22 years old. What the heck do I know about this world? You know? And uh, man, just to be able to, especially like, again, we've talked about this in specific scenarios. It's like, again, in my, in the, yeah. the trajectory that my life is going in my career and my path, you know, maybe being a minister or, you know, and you're, it's like, mm-hmm. you can gain a lot of knowledge in, in that as well. And, and, you know, maybe I, I haven't, I guess it, it, here's a concrete example. Like the, the, church I work at right now is going through a really big transition mm-hmm. right now with our uh, ministry staff. And so I, all my mentors, I've asked the question, the same question. I've been like, yeah. Hey, have you ever gone through a, you know, a big, church, big church like transition like this? What was it like? What was your role? Uh-huh. What was hard? What did you, what were some of that? And that was awesome because I haven't gone through those things yet necessarily, yeah. but now I have some perspective for like, all right, this is what I should keep at the forefront mm-hmm. of what I'm doing during this. Yeah. So you're like gaining knowledge about experiences that you haven't experienced yeah. and it's not going to be the same, but like yeah. there's a lot you can gain from uh-huh. them. So um, I'm also just like, I'm always so encouraged after meeting with mentors, like honestly, sometimes I'm like a little emotionally drained, but like also filled at the same time because like they just help me process so Uh much that I didn't know I was going to process, but then always like so, so encouraged um, from their feedback and encouraged from just all they had to share. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing that's super important is you know, when you, you, you start to share more of yourself with the person or things that you struggle Mm -hmm. with or, or whatever. Or when I like, again, I'm 22 years old. Yeah. You know, it's like, if I share something that's wrong, (laughs) there's, they're going to tell me. Yeah. And I want that so bad. I want that so bad. Cause some, that's what's, that's what is funny is some people aren't, you know, super quick to like jump on stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I just really appreciate like, I, we need, I need that. We need that. Young people need that. Like, yes. In, to be able to take constructive yeah, feedback. Yeah. And, and, and to have that accountability that, okay, when I do say something that needs to be checked, maybe it isn't true. It's, or <laughs> there's a better approach to this mm-hmm. or whatever it is, or yeah, again, or if it's just based on things that I've shared, they're like, Hey, how's this going? Like checking in on me again, that accountability, yeah. that's, it's a huge huge important aspect of that and yeah i mean well and just when i'm thinking about mentors and like how important and encouraging they are like this isn't a new this isn't a new thing for anyone like you look at scriptures yeah. and how many examples of 
of mentorship uh-huh. like mentor mentees are there uh-huh. like i think of ruth and naomi yeah. and how like even in their story like they mm-hmm. kind of traded roles of yeah. i'm the mentor now i'm the mentee i'm yeah. the mentee you're the mentor you yeah, know like sure. and jumping back and forth and and how much further the gospel can go and how mm-hmm. much further the story of jesus can go when we when we're building the next generation up, yeah. when we're building each other up. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I mean, obviously Jesus is the prime example of yeah. this is, you know, him and his disciples. Uh-huh. And then, and you know, you, you look at the way he structured that is he just spent three years pouring into yep. 12 people and then had, you know, had those yeah. 12 people yeah. <laughs> and, and pour into. Yeah, and... exactly. And it, the discipleship waterfall, uh-huh. you know, is what we call that, Ooh, I like that. in ministry. Um, but sounds yeah. pretty. So just, I think, I mean, obviously it's Jesus. It sounds pretty. Sounds what? pretty. <laughs> I, I, that totally just, I missed that. And then my, once my brain tracked what you said, I was like, excuse me. Uh, yeah, it sounds pretty, but you, you know, like obviously Jesus is going to be. We talk about how mentorship sounds pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Jesus is the greatest example of that. So when we examine how he did that and how, yeah, how he was sought after and what, I guess what I love about the disciples the most, like, I think we dog on the disciples all the time and mm. like, man, those guys had no idea what was going on. It's how like, dare oh. they be humans <laughs> yeah. and make human yeah. error. But what I love about the most is they, I mean, scripture, scripture just shows how many questions they ask. God, sure. Jesus tells a parable and then they're like, Hey dude, what the heck did that mean? I have no idea then, what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> and then Jesus, Jesus didn't say, Oh my gosh, you silly gooses like sometimes (laughs) jesus did though he'd be like how long will it take you (laughs) to figure this out yeah i mean just just his patience with them into yeah and then be like okay here's here's what i said here's what it meant here's the inside scoop and Mm -hmm. that's that's just a really cool again foundational biblical principle of again that's why i'm so passionate about it i could talk about this forever well any other kind of some other examples we talked about was like Moses, like he was doing something pretty new, leading yeah. a country across the yeah. across the desert, and yeah. there was a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Uh-huh. And then what was his father-in-law's yeah. name? Yeah, so Jethro. Yeah, and just that beautiful mentorship of like, hey, you're gonna burn uh-huh. yourself out. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know. I, it, I think it's in Exodus, but it's just one chapter out of the whole yeah like mosaic history, the whole history of Moses. Yeah, we and, get all of our judges from this yeah. one conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and then, um, yeah, Jethro comes to Moses and he, he notices that Moses is, um, anytime there's uh-huh. an issue with, you know, however many thousands of Israelites there are, I'm sure there's some bickering and fighting going on yeah. or issues. They would go to Moses and Moses would handle all of it. And oh Jethro comes to him and is like, this is so not sustainable. What the heck are you doing? And then is like, Hey, let me give you some advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, yeah, I, I need to check. I need to fact check this, but I know that Jethro had experience in leadership. I can't yeah. remember what it was specifically. If he was a priest or if he was a what, whatever, some, some uh, yeah, <laughs> some some sort of leadership aspects for sure. And you know that. So I think from that experience, he was able to be like, "Hey, I've seen this before. Don't do this. Here's uh-huh. a way you can get out of that." And that's super cool. Yeah, and that's just like what's so great about mentors is like they kind of 
I don't know. They just want what's best. But then also you have to, you have to actually take the advice. Like my, my mentors can give me awesome words of wisdom that will mean nothing if I, um, come at them with a prideful stance of like, I'm actually 21. I have it all figured out. (laughs) Um, I don't really need your help, but Uh thanks. Like if I take that stance, oops, if I take that stance, then I'm, I'm not going to be able to be as successful. Like I'm not going to learn from their wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of ours. Mm -hmm. We love mentors. We encourage you to get involved with one, pray about one and where it can look. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, the, the science doesn't lie about this. I mean, uh, we, you look at some statistics, um, you know, seven out of 10, um, teens when they graduate from youth group mm. stop attending church altogether but the so seven out of ten leave the three stay the three that stay oh yeah they the, the most common again it's not the same for yeah. everyone but the most common um common thing Reason that's similar for why yeah, they're common similarity <laughs> most common similarity between yeah. them i don't think i'm saying that right but you the got commonality you commonality i don't know uh yeah but the is they had other adults besides their parents, besides their youth, youth minister, minister, pouring into them, yeah. meeting with them on a regular basis, friends with them. Mm-hmm. That is the most common aspect of why young people stay in the church. Yeah, when they have when they have people in the church that that are pouring into them, it's yeah. so it is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Justice just got involved with teammates yeah. which is a mentorship program for um schools yeah yeah so how teammates works and again it's Maybe. not it's not even a christian organization per True. se it's just like we want a, a way for people to pour into young people in the context of schools yeah right so and yeah some of the stats on that is the the graduation kids, rate yeah yeah they are of them, uh, the kids that are mentored, graduate. Mm. And 90% of them say that they, each week, because of their mentor, feel a sense of hope Mm. and are excited about being alive. Yeah. And if you talk to, you know, if you talk to teens and young people these days. There's a lot of apathy. Yeah, there's a lot of apathy and there's a lot of not feeling hope, not feeling excited. Yeah. And... So, man, to hear that, that again, it's the program that I'm a part of is you just meet with your mentee, you meet with your student once a week for like 45 minutes and you play Uno. Like that's what <laughs> I've been doing. And just from that, because there is an adult that says, I, I want to be here with you. I want to be friends with you. I'm poor, you know, speaking truth over you. Yeah. You're my friend. I want to, I'm playing Uno, mm-hmm. you know, and. And it's so impactful. Yeah. So impactful for so many long-term things. So. Yeah, I, again, I could go on and on because we are just so passionate about this. We think it's so important. Yeah. And it's because we are products of this. We're products of mentorship. Yeah, yeah for sure. But we'll go on to our other yeah. segments. Um, so how did you see God working this week, Justice? Yeah, man, there were I had a lot to choose from this I week. I know. I love it when that happens. But <laughs> uh, yeah, one, one really um, cool one that happened is... I, I got to meet with a couple of my friends for lunch Yeah. on on Monday, so <clears throat> a few days ago, and yeah, just been getting to know them a lot better. I've known one for a while, and the other one is 
you know, fairly new, but I actually realized we have a ton of things in common. Yeah. And well, so and what was cool about that is like, it was because something else kind of fell through yeah. and it was like kind of disappointing, yeah. but then that worked out and it uh-huh. was such a God thing. Yeah, of, like, absolutely. Of God's like, I actually, that would have been cool, but I, I want you yeah. here in doing this. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was, it was super cool. Super awesome. So Kelsey, uh, how'd you see God working this week? Um, I got to see God through some conversations I had also. I actually called my brother, which was really fun. And I just, I've been encouraged. He's, I, I actually think through growing up, he was kind of a mentor to him, mm-hmm. me as well. And I think older siblings kind of have to take on that role. Yeah. Um, but he's just always been really good about just kind of like validating where yeah. I am in life yeah. and like my like choices in a good way like they're Uh good choices and but just always being like encouraging and and he's one of those people who's like oh yeah you've always been really good at that or like i like that's a strength of yours and like that's just been really encouraging for Mm -hmm. me so i was and then again he's one of those people that 90 percent of what he says is silly but then (laughs) but then the other 10 percent is just like really encouraging and and then i'm encouraged to see just like how he is a mentor to others and yeah and I just know that's just really, really fun for me. And, and it's fun to talk to him. So yeah, yeah, God just works through families and and mm-hmm. through siblings. So now we move on to this segment. Everyone's going to be so yes. excited to hear about Man. our weekly challenges. Yeah, I know. You, uh, you guys are going to be amazed at what we did this you're week. You're going to cancel us for yeah. these. We're going <laughs> to cancel this segment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so maybe it validates, like makes you feel better about your, <laughs> about the goals that <laughs> you're trying to set for yourself and also failing at Wow, <laughs> because Sorry. that's what we're doing, but okay. So let's, let's, yeah, talk about our challenges and mm. talk, maybe talk about some aspects why what's happening with our challenges is happening. So for me, my challenge was, I love making music. My, my challenge for myself was to make music at one one way or another one every single day this week yeah and uh the only time i did that this week was last night nice and yeah super busy week and i mean (laughs) yeah i don't know it's it's kind of interesting i think when i just say like oh i want to do this but then i don't put any like i really need to block time out to do stuff like that so that's what's important and also like at the end of the day it's like my my job my marriage my relationships are gonna come before fun things that yeah. i you know get to do every now and then so but we need time for fun. oh yes absolutely absolutely but i you need to i need to intentionally seek that out so sure. that's that's what i learned for sure but <laughs> so i'm i'm just keeping the same one for next week You're gonna try and again. adapting to i'm gonna block out time every day and oh you're still keeping the every day yeah i think so but okay. if I, I have time for it, if I block out the time, it'll happen. Okay. I didn't block out the time and it didn't okay. happen. So that's, that's what I'm going for. So yeah, talk about your challenge from last week and how you're well, adapting. My challenge was to do something active. I didn't even say workout, just do something yeah. active every day. Um, and it didn't, I mean, I, I will say like I got my 10,000 steps every day. Sure. But um I think we made that podcast on like Saturday or Sunday uh-huh. and Monday I got sick. I'm just, yeah. today's like my first day finally getting over it. Yeah. I had interviews every almost uh-huh. every night and I mean I would just come home from working and I'd just be done. Yeah, and just so mentally and physically exhausted. As like in, uh, eat dinner, go to sleep. Uh-huh. Like it was I didn't really do a lot of extra mm-hmm. things. So 
that was not it didn't happen i did um do a little workout this morning yeah and that that was good that's it so we're gonna try again uh-huh it honestly was just an awful challenge for last week because sure. i had interviews <laughs> in the evenings yeah. and like i don't and know you weren't feeling good yeah and then i got sick which really just threw it all all down the toilet uh-huh. um but you know listen to my body which said you are going to bed and yeah. i yeah, i did good. that so and that that's what's realistic yeah so. so we're gonna we're gonna try again this week um i'm gonna say three days mm-hmm. just because i'm still kind of getting over yeah. being sick and I'm tired of not completing challenges. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so three days. I think I can do it. Yeah. But I will try to make those actual workouts, not just being active. Sure. I was I made it so easy yeah, and I still failed. But that's all right. Adapt and overcome, baby. There we go. So yeah. But yeah, well, um, as always, we want to encourage you guys to um keep your eyes open to how you see God working around you. And yeah, in one way or another, challenge yourself, push yourself and uh, let... Even if you fail. Even if you fail, because <laughs> we do it all the time. But pushing yourself is the most important part of that. And yeah. And allow, allow God to grow you and yeah, make you better every day. And if you didn't get anything else from this podcast, know that you are valued, you are chosen, and you are...